The reason that I'm saying this is if you haven't taken the time to plan out your future, someone else will do it for you. If you haven't taken the time to plan your future, someone else will dictate your life. If you haven't taken the time to plan out your future, someone else will tell you how to build your career. Why do you not see that as as important? You don't think you're important enough or valuable enough to even set your goals. Isn't that crazy? Most likely you don't think that you're important enough to do it or valuable enough to do it. If someone else got you to help them set their goals for them, I bet you you'd help them. But when it comes to you, you don't see that as a priority. If you can't help you, how can you help other people? you got to be number one. Welcome to the Tiffany Micah Podcast. What we do here is build the strength and courage in you to accomplish your big dreams and goals in your sport. No longer will you feel limited. You won't feel you're not good enough. You won't question whether you will make it. Those doubts will disappear because you will have the competitive edge over your opponents and leave them in your wake. And the bonus is others will notice. Listen up and take notes because I will show you exactly how to do it. Hey there, this is Tiff from Tiffany Micah Podcast and welcome to today's episode. Well, over this past month, you've heard me lay out a plan in in great detail to set your goals for this year, the next decade, and then I showed you, well, actually I spoke to you, if you actually signed up for GPS Week, you'd see the videos, but... I spoke to you through this episode with through these episodes in this podcast about how to break things down into chunks and how to make your goals achievable. And it's just like a skill in your sport. I, I want you to be thinking about it that way. So if you see a, a golf swing, you see a tennis serve, you see a forehand, you see a, a soccer kick or, or a freestyle action in swimming. If you see it in full, that's the big picture, isn't it? That's the big picture of what you want to see. But if you think about it, how do you make this technique work in the way that you want it to, like that big picture, like that big picture goal? So what you do in a technique in your sport is you break it down into little pieces. And you work on each piece to ensure that every piece of that technique works efficiently. And then step by step, you add each piece together 
to form a sequence of movements that occur to giving you the skill, that technique, isn't it? So just have this in the back of your mind. The key in what I'm sharing with you is that it's step by step. But I'm going to digress for a moment. If you've been listening to me for some time now, or you may have even just started listening to me today, so welcome. I teach golf and I teach tennis. I can teach other sports as well. I have done that over the years. And the main one that I've been focusing on is is golf over the past 10 years. And frequently this happens. I usually get a panicked text or a panicked email. Tiff, you got to help me. My swing's gone off. I can't play anymore. I'm struggling right now. I need to see you ASAP. Exclamation point. It's like an SOS alert, isn't it? ASAP. As soon as possible. You know how that makes me feel? That makes me then feel I'm, I'm under pressure, right? I'm under the pressure. Not them. They've put me under the pressure. So what, what has usually happened here, and, and I see this all the time, what's usually happened is what they've actually done is they've gone back to their old ways. They've gone back to their old technique, the bad habits. And, you know, I've worked with them time and time again and shown them how to do it. Like, and they can actually do it. They, they walk away, you know, feeling like they can do it. But you know what's actually lacking? It's their commitment to follow through. It's their commitment to do the work. So here I am, I show them the steps, break it down into little pieces for them. You've got to do this piece first, then this piece, then this piece, and then we'll add it back together. But what they do is they expect, because I've shown them the path to their success, right, full golf swing, or a forehand in tennis. They expect that they don't have to do the work because I've shown them how to do it. They've executed it in the lesson. You know, like I've fixed them. They're cured. So they walk away feeling, yeah, Tiff's fixed my problem. Yep. And that's right, I've shown them the solution to their problem. I've broken it down into little chunks. I've put a sequence in place to show them what they need to work on and what they need to do. And the reason that I do that is I want them to walk away from me knowing that they have the knowledge and they have the confidence that they can do that. So that's what I want to give them, the knowledge and the confidence that they can do that. So I'm giving them the tools to accomplish their goals in their sport, aren't I? Now we can talk about why they've reverted back to old habits and ways and, you know, we'll look at that in the the future, uh, in the future episodes. But right now I want you to understand this thing because I'm going to relate it back to what we've just been working on over the last month, especially the last few weeks. We focused on how to set yourself up for not only a successful year, but for a successful uh, episode, for a successful year. 
right? We've set you up for a successful decade and for a successful year. So what did we do? We looked at the big picture, didn't we? So just like a sports skill, executing the sports skill, we can see the big picture. Then we break that big picture down into into pieces, like into the year, into the quarter, into the month, into the week. So through that, what we did, what we really have done is we've looked at the days, weeks, months, quarters, and even years to create the big picture because that's how it happens, right? That's how the goal happens. That's how the future happens. That's everything that we do in the days, in the weeks, in the months, in the quarters, in the years that creates that big picture that we're after. So my question to you is one, have you actually worked on what I shared with you over GPS week? I've given you the plan. And if you've worked on it and you've said, yep, Tiff, I've done it. Fantastic. Because you're giving yourself a chance. You're giving yourself hope. You're giving yourself an opportunity to become better. You're giving yourself an opportunity to become the athlete you want to become. The player that you want to become. The person that you want to become. Right? You've given yourself an opportunity. But if you haven't done it, then, you know, I really want to know why not. I could give you some really tough love here, but I want to know why you haven't done it. And you may think, oh, you know what, Tiff? I just want to get out there. I just want to train. I just want to play my sport. I don't really want to sit down and put all my goals together. Like, why would I want to do that? I just want to get out there and do it because if I'm out doing, it's going to be the thing that's going to make it happen for me. Some of it is correct, yes. And I get it. Because I remember when I was pursuing my tennis career as a kid, well, kid, <laughs> you know, as a junior, teenager, uh, you know, early, um, early adulthood, the thought of sitting down and doing what I saw as paperwork, even setting goals, because I wasn't a big fan of school growing up. I had a, um, a negative, uh, negative approach to school, let me put it that way. Because all I wanted to do was compete. All I wanted to do was train. All I wanted to do was practice. All I wanted to do was play my sport. My sport was tennis. That's all I wanted to do. So the thought of actually having to sit down And go through a series of questions and figure out what I want from my future. All I saw was paperwork, a drag and like, you know what, I just don't want to do that. I just want to get out and do it because by me taking action, that's going to give me the results. And I get it if you feel that way. I really do. And there could be so many more reasons And even excuses why you're not doing it or why you haven't done it. There's plenty. You know, I'm part of this, and this is what's making me think about it too. I'm part of this mastermind group for high performers. We had a call the other day and they were making 
you know, they had a set of goals that they had to, that they said that they were going to accomplish for the week, set of outcomes or set of results that they wanted to accomplish. And they were making excuses of why they didn't follow through with those outcomes that they set from the previous week. They didn't follow through with it. They made excuses to it. I was quite fascinated because I'm thinking, here we are, we've got, you know, a group of high performers and they're even making excuses of why they didn't do it. You know, there's lots of reasons why they didn't do it. So I want you to think of this, uh, you know, this formula as such. And I don't think it's a very good formula. You may have heard it before. Event plus story equals your reality. And notice that I've said your reality, right? So something happens, you create a story around it, and then therefore that becomes your reality, right? What you believe. So what they were saying was, oh, well, I, you know, they set an outcome, then they created a story and created their reality. So it was a lot of reasons why they didn't accomplish whatever it is that they were, you know, planning on accomplishing for the week. And they got so mixed up in their emotions of why they didn't do it. But really, you know what? We don't need to get so mixed up in our emotions about why we didn't do it. Because we just want to look at it this way. It's an event uh, equals reality. So what's happened? Set an outcome for the week and they didn't do it. Right? The reasons then come later. You're like, oh, okay, Tiff, so what's the point here? What, why are you telling me this? Well, the reason that I'm saying this is if you haven't taken the time to plan out your future, someone else will do it for you. If you haven't taken the time to plan your future, someone else will dictate your life. If you haven't taken the time to plan out your future, Someone else will tell you how to build your career. And that could be working in a shop, doing a job you really don't like, something that you may even hate. So do you want someone else creating your future for you? Because you didn't make the time to plan out your future. And why would that be? Why would you not have planned out your future? Why do you not see that as is important? Here's something that I think that there may be a reason why you didn't do it. Is because you don't think you're important enough or valuable enough to even set your goals. Isn't that crazy? Most likely you don't think that you're important enough to do it or valuable enough to do it. If someone else got you to help them set their goals for them, I bet you you'd help them. But when it comes to you, you don't see that as a priority. If you can't help you, how can you help other people? You've got to be number one. You've got to be number one. Think of yourself as number one to craft your future. Create the future that you want to have. Because I will tell you, if I had someone say this to me when I was pursuing my tennis career, 
as a junior. That's all I wanted to do. And they put it to me and said, look, Tiff, if you don't plan out your future, if you don't plan out your goals and figure out what you're going to do in the days, weeks, months, quarters, and the years, if you don't actually put that in place, what's, what's your life going to look like without tennis? What's your life going to look like without competing? What's your life going to look like without traveling the world and playing a sport that you love so much, that you're so passionate about, and, and you get paid to do it? What's your life going to be without the, like, without the sponsorships and the, the endorsement, the, the fame? Right? We all want to be famous when we're, when we're younger for our sport. Of course. We get accolades. makes us feel good right and that if I saw my life without tennis because I never saw it without tennis I wanted it so bad but I never planned anything I never put anything in place Mm-mm. not going to do that that's paperwork that's going to require some mental effort mm, not going to do that I'm out there I'm a tennis player I just do the physical stuff So if somebody put that to me and said, what would your future look like without your sport, without playing tennis for the, you know, doing something that you absolutely love and you would have to settle and do something else, be a tennis coach, watch all the athletes that you used to play with perform on the TV going through each round giving themselves an opportunity to win tournaments and matches. And I'd have to settle to be a tennis coach. Nothing wrong with being a tennis coach, by the way. I had a wonderful time being a tennis coach. But I'm looking at when I was 16, 17, 18, 19 and 20. If someone had said that to me, and then live life doing something I didn't want to do or not fussed about doing, then live with regret for many years because one, I didn't believe in me and two, I didn't create my future. I'll tell you what, I would have had a completely different experience. Completely different experience. I would have become the athlete that I wanted to become, the professional sports player I wanted to become. I would have lived my dream. And I want you to live your dream. But if you don't see what I've shared with you over the last few weeks important enough to actually make the time to do that, then we need to be talking about why. Why is that not happening? Why are you not doing it? Oh, Tiff, I don't have time. Oh, Tiff, I'm so busy. Busy doing what? Busy being busy. We've all got time. You know, I'll never say that I'm, I'm, I don't have the time because I do. You know, sometimes at night, I would never say that I haven't got time because I do. Because at, at times, I will sit there and I'll get hooked on a Netflix show at night after I've had dinner with my hubby. And that one episode sometimes might turn into two episodes. Because you get hooked into a show, don't you? 
So I'll never say that I've never got time. So you can't give me that excuse because we've all got time. We can create pockets of time. But I want to talk about you. Let's talk about you. I want you to be thinking about this right now. How do you see your future? What do you see in your future for you? What will you be doing? Where will you be living? Who will you be with? Who's surrounding you? Will will you be leaving your dreams and goals? I want you to be thinking about that. I Not only thinking, I want to go, you know what? Yeah, Tiff, you're right. I do want to be doing all of this. And if you're saying, yes, Tiff, I can see it clearly, then this is oh so awesome. I'm so proud that you're even thinking this way. It's highly likely that you've mapped it out. It's highly likely that you've done GPS week that I've shared over the last few weeks with you. It's pretty intense, I know. But you need to do the work. You've got some tools. And if you haven't done it, then we'll talk about what you can do about that very shortly. But if you're saying, no, Tiff, I can't see my future. I just can't see it. Then my question is, is why can't you see your future? I want you to list out a whole heap of reasons why you can't see your future. As many reasons as possible. Because then we're going to identify actually what's going on. What's going on deep inside of you of why you can't see your future. So I can, you know, I can really expand this episode to much, much longer. But the thing is, is I, I don't want you to give up on you. There is always hope. And that's the thing that we, we, at times we don't see. There is always hope. You know, I've been living with a, um, I went to Canada last year, took a golf tour over to Canada in August last year and I had come back and I had this injury a hip and lower back injury quite debilitating actually to the point where I was lucky if I could sleep four hours a night some people can survive on that I can't it was four hours of broken sleep for mm, close to five months wandering around the house every night trying to trying to find a place in the house where I could feel comfortable on a lounge, on a bed. You know, my poor husband, he had to put up with me rolling around with pillows all the time trying to get comfortable because I couldn't get comfortable in my own body. I had been going to see someone for treatment. Nothing was changing. Nothing was changing. Doing the same thing over and over again. Nothing was changing, right? Going to have the same treatment, doing the same thing. Nothing was changing. The response I got was, Tiff, just just rest. Now, that's really hard to tell a sports person to rest. I'm sure you can agree with that. So what did I do? I started looking for answers, right? I, I'm, I provide solutions for people. So when I go and have treatment or I go and see someone, I want them to provide solutions for me. That wasn't happening. So I started to look for answers where do you go? I actually went for exercises on, on the internet, finding 
people talking about hips and, and lower back pain. What do I do? <gasps> Am I getting to that age where I've bombarded my, my body so much that I'm going to need a hip replacement? Thank goodness, no. But that's what I was starting to think. I was starting to give up. I was starting to think that that I'd never be able to have and do the things that I, I could do prior to going over to Canada to, to take this golf tour. And it wasn't, I didn't do the injury in Canada. I think there's been a, there's that saying, um, feather brick truck, you get hit by a feather. Well, I've had a niggle in my lower back for a little while. Then you get hit by a truck, uh, sorry, then you get hit by a brick. Mm, yeah, you know, it was starting to get quite tight, even though I was really stretching and working on it. And then, you know, then I got hit by a truck. Coming back on that flight just flared everything up and I was in agony from that point on till pretty much early January. So from late August to early January, really struggled, right? Looked for solutions, struggled to find them though, but kept looking because I thought surely there's an answer to this. What ended up happening was I had a twisted pelvis, had an x-ray, had a twisted pelvis, and I actually sought out help from from um, another person. It's changed my life, absolutely changed my life. This guy that I spoke to, he came, because the response that I got from the x-ray that I had was quite flippant, and I thought I'll go and get a second opinion. Went and got a second opinion. This guy took me through and said, look, you got a twisted pelvis. Uh, these are the things that we're going to have to do to fix it. Great. You know what? Even after that first session, there was a shift in the pain. The pain level wasn't as intense because I couldn't get out of a car. I struggled to get out of a car without pain. Couldn't sit down properly constantly in pain, standing up constantly in pain, lying down constantly in pain. It was just constant. It was constant. But I sought out help. I sought out solutions. Things weren't working the way that that I wanted them to. I was so fearful that I thought that I will never be able to play sport again because I was in that much pain. The thought of never playing tennis again, I started to doubt things. The thought of never playing golf again. There's other sports that I want to play. There's so many things that I want to do. You know, long cycle trips. Go Go over in Italy and do a lot of those cycle tours. Go and compete in cycling for my age group. There's so many things, right? But what's the point? The point is, is that was sorting out solutions, figuring out what's wrong and then how to fix it. And the big thing that I was then given was I was given hope. And that's the whole idea today. It's not idea, it's the message I want to give to you today. I want to give you hope. There is hope. Yep, some days are going to be tougher than others. Yep, some some challenges are going to maybe take a while to figure out. That's what happened with me with this injury. 
but you've got to keep searching for the solutions. Don't give up and go, oh, that's the way it's going to be. That was what was terrifying me. But I was like, no, I've got to find, I've got to find the solutions. Surely there's a solution to this because nothing was really serious what I saw in the x-ray until it was pointed out that there was, you know, a couple of things in there that created these problems, but they were debilitating. So there is hope. And this is why I want to talk to you today. Because we do have hope. There is a chance that you can go after what you want. There is a chance. But you've got to do the work. You've got to plan it out. And so I wasn't planning on doing such a long episode on this. I was actually just going to get straight to the point. But I was like, you know what? I think you really need to hear this. Because we're, we're already a month in. And I'm not overwhelmed by the, the response that I got from the GPS week. I'm quite disappointed, actually. Because the tools are there. So if you've been listening to me and you've been working through it diligently, that's awesome. Well done. But if you haven't, you know, things aren't going to be any different. Things are not going to be any different unless you make some changes and you start seeing what's going on. So this is what I'm leading to right now is we're actually going to review your past month. First month of the year's already gone. It's left us. We've done this before uh, towards the end of December. We looked at the end of quarter and we looked at what I like to call the end of game analysis. So we're going to be looking at our monthly analysis. We're going to do that right now because I'm going to throw some questions at you and I want you to go away and then start working on these. Okay. So... Number one is I want you to list out what the outcomes were that you set for this month. So I want you to, to write out what the life outcomes were and what your work outcomes were or your sport outcomes. We'll say your sport. I was just looking at my sheet. Mine's more work. But I want your sport outcomes. If you're listening to me and you're an entrepreneur, then list out what your work outcomes were. Okay. Then I want you to note whether you have completed those outcomes or they are incomplete. We're not, we don't want, you know, like that you've accomplished or failed or win or lost. Completed it or incomplete. That's all we want to know. And then beside that, we want to go, we want to write out what's next. Okay. So I can give you some examples of, of uh, some so a life outcome, right? I want my body weight to get down. I wanted to get my body weight down to 64 kilos by the end of the month. So when I weighed myself, because we'd been away, so I'd be, I was 66 kilos at the end of the month. We'd been away to a couple of events. Uh, we did some fundraising for an organization called Food Bank. We attended, you know, uh, concerts to help, you know, raise money and so on. So what's next? Okay, what I identified was I got a bit off track. 
but I'm going to get back. But the plan was to get back into track, go back into my eating regime, doing my uh, intermittent fasting, doing my cleanse days, making sure I eat lots more veggies and my plant-based proteins and so on. All right, that's what's next. Then, you know, another outcome was read one book. Well, I actually started on two books, but I'm going to continue to read both the books at the same time because I'm enjoying both of them. It's by the same author, but I'm really enjoying them because I'm getting so much out of them. Another one, play chords on a uh, on a guitar uh, for a song. Now, I can play the guitar, but I'm not diligent enough at times to go and learn songs all the time. So didn't actually do anything with that incomplete. I'm going to go and uh, restart guitar lessons again because I know that I'll make the commitment when I do that. All right, so those are some examples. I mean, with your sport, you might have wanted to, um, let's see, you might have wanted to have gotten through the first round in a tournament that you've never done before. Or you might have wanted to reach the quarterfinals that you've never done before. Was it complete or incomplete? If it, if it was incomplete, then write out what's next. What have you got to do next to make that happen? If it was complete, what do you do next? What's the next step? Do you get to the semis? Do you get to the final? Do you focus on winning the final? How do you do that? Right? What are the things that you need to do? Then the next question you want to ask yourself is, what did I learn from this month? What, what wins did I have? So you list out all the wins that you had. What challenges you had, you list out all the challenges that you had. And then you, what learnings did you have? So you list out what you've actually learned, what you've become aware of. Because if you then identify what's happened in this past month, then you can then go, okay, we move to this next question. What's the focus for the next month? And then you can set out exactly what you've got to do. Because I know that the the outcomes that I actually set for this month with specific things in my business didn't happen. And there was lots of reasons for that, that they didn't happen. And then what I've actually identified because of a few other things that I am working on, uh, you know, those weren't actually as important that I thought they were at the beginning of the month. Things have changed since I've been really working on it. Right. But because I've identified it and I've taken the time to evaluate it, it only took maybe half an hour, not long, but I've identified what to do makes the difference. Makes the difference. So what are you going to do now? Because if you've said to me that, you know what, I didn't bother to plan my future, Tiff, and you've actually admitted, you know, you've admitted that, you know what, I've actually made the effort, I've done this end of game analysis for the month and I've actually, you know, been honest enough with myself to go, you know what, I didn't do it. I didn't bother to plan my future then it might be time for you to do something about it. What do you think? I think so. Because if you don't do something about it, highly likely you're going to have the same month again that you've had. 
you know, I've got people um, that I used to mix with. I don't mix with them these days. I'd say, oh, how's your day? Oh, same stuff, different day. They'd actually say it in a more um, a more expletive way. But same stuff, different day. I don't do the same stuff every day. I don't like to do the same stuff every day. I make the days interesting, right? But they've got nothing to look forward to. Do you want to have something to look forward to? Something that you're building towards? A future that you're going to create? I'm sure you do. So then it's time, isn't it? It's time for you to make the change. No more of this same stuff, different day. No more of this, I'd know if I didn't bother to plan my future. None of this. I don't want to hear this anymore. I want you to get out there and take action. So how are we going to do that? So number one, this is the first step, is I want you to go through the end of game analysis, which is really you're reflecting on your past month. Listen to those series of questions that was outlined here in this episode. I'll write them out for you down below the episode as well. So that's number one. Number two, go through GPS week. I've actually given it away for free on this podcast show. If you actually want to see the videos and you want to get the downloads, like the worksheets that I've created for you, then go to tiffanymica.com forward slash GPS week. It's all there. It's all there. So there's something else that that it will be coming up very soon. I know I've given you, you know, this is a really long episode today. But there's something exciting that I'm going to give you the, you may want to become a member of, you may want to join it or be part of what I call the Get Focus program. So if you're frustrated, you're even angry, no matter how hard you try, whatever you do to compete, to perform better in your sport, to play better in your sport, you're doing everything and you're still losing. And no matter what you do, no matter how hard you work, nothing's changing. Then it's it's time to actually do something about it. So you may feel like this. You might like may feel like this everything, or you may feel like a few of these. You're not playing consistently. You are frightened of losing. You are frightened of making mistakes. You train and work hard, but continue to lose your matches. You panic when you're losing. You find it hard to stay motivated when you lose. You can't focus during competition and your mind drifts. You play so much better in practice, but nothing seems to work when you compete. You get nervous and then you struggle in your competitions. You are so desperate to win, but you don't know why you can't. You doubt whether you'll ever be able to make it as a professional sports athlete. You question whether you should even be playing your sport. You lose to people that you actually shouldn't be losing to. And you just don't know how to help yourself. you just got no idea how to help yourself. So if any of these resonate with you, 
then it's probably time that we got to do something about it, isn't it? Because you know what I do? I help female athletes build confidence and belief in themselves by teaching them how to focus and how to bring out their best performances in competition and tournaments. That's what I do. So what I'm, which is coming out very soon, you want to be part of the Get Focus program. It's a 12-week program. 12-week program. It's a no-nonsense program. And what we're going to be working on is things like this. How to focus and stay focused when you are losing. Show you the systems and habits and mindset. How to approach to what you do to approach to create wins in your matches. How to prepare for those upcoming competitions. How to overcome your nerves and your doubts. How to compete like you do in practice so that you can do that in competition. That feeling of being in control. How to design practice and game plans that's going to bring out your best performances. How to get that competitive edge. Not only over yourself, for yourself, but over your opponents. So that's that's what we're going to be working on in the Get Focus program. It is coming out very soon. I will be looking for people to be become part of the Get Focus program. So if that's something that you're really interested in, you want to be part of, let me know. Send me an email, tiff at tiffany-mica.com. I'll let you know when it will be launched. It's coming out very, very soon, but you'll have an opportunity to be part of that. If you know that, you know what, Tiff, that's exactly what I need. If you want to be part of the Get Focus program, just send me an email and let me know. And I want you to, because it's coming out really soon, I want you to dream big, believe in you, go after your dreams, have an absolutely awesome day. Take care. Talk soon. Bye for now.